Hi there, and welcome to the Sanctuary Podcast. Our vision is to find sanctuary in Christ and then to be sanctuary to each other and express sanctuary to this city. And so for us, success is loving well, one person at a time. And if we can help you in any way, please do feel free to reach out, jump onto our website, sanctuarysf.com, and we would love to connect. Anyway, back to the podcast. So this passage we are speaking from today is from Romans. Um, it's Romans 8, 14, 17, if you want to get it up on your phones or in your Bibles, um, just so you can follow along, and I will read it out. So it says, For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, then heirs of God, and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. So, Robbie actually preached from this passage um, a few weeks ago, um, but Jordan is going to kind of unpack this in a bit of a different way. Um, It's such a great bit of scripture, so what we thought would be helpful um, is just to kind of explore this a little bit using um, one question. Um, This question will be for all of the groups, so Tim, if you could pop that up for me. So the question is, what does it mean to be led by the Spirit? Um, Kind of looking at that verse and actually maybe of your own understanding, of your own experience. Um, if we could break into groups, kind of where you're sat, so maybe we have like a three here, and then like a four here, and then maybe you guys there, the team at the back, and then if you guys want to kind of build together, that'd be great. Um, yeah, give me a couple of minutes to discuss that, and we'll come back. Sorry to interrupt your discussion, to keep you up, that would be great. So, not loads of time, to discuss such a big question, um, but it's just to kind of get your brains, brains thinking. Um, if we start, we start with this group. Was there anything that you noticed in the, in the passage, or anything that you kind of spoke about in terms of what it means to be led by the Spirit? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, jump on your ass and come up. And uh, Jordan is going to be preaching to us this morning. Um, I don't know if he would actually want me to say this or not, but this is uh, basically his first preach ever, and uh, yeah. uh, and you know he's been diligently preparing, and uh, so we just wanted to honor him. He, the, the, we're obviously talking about being led by the Spirit, and uh, so most of you probably know Jordan and Becca's story as well as Emily, but um, they are, uh, you know, I, I think just a living testimony. To this, I mean, uh, Jordan and Becca. I won't get too hard sorry because I think it's part of your your uh, message. But they're here because they felt the spirit of London to actually lay down jobs, everything, move across, see, and serve us so faithfully. Um, We're not paying them, like you know, but they're working full time. Uh, So just it's just amazing. So I just wanted to honor. Before I pray, honor Jordan's, um, uh, it's just a living embodiment of this, uh, being led by the Spirit. And I just want to pray uh, for Jordan. Father, we just pray for Jordan. Thank you for the hours he has spent preparing this. We just pray, Father, that you would um, yeah, fill him with words, Father, that this would be uh, just a, 
yeah, we give you permission to take over, we give you permission to speak to us, Father. But we just thank you so much uh, for Jordan um, and his character and his example. And uh, we, uh, we just pray your spirit on him and uh, we pray uh, that your word, we know your word does not return void, so we pray for our hearts that we would be fertile soil to receive what you have to give to us. Thank you, Father. Amen. Amen. Wow, this is exciting. Just hearing what your thoughts are, that is just so cool. Um, and <laughs> I'm really excited to share with you today. We're going to obviously continue Walk from the Rock. Super excited. Um, and <laughs> this moment of dilemma, halfway through the week, um, when this was like two or three rewrites through. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, man, I want to use the same verse that Robbie did. Okay, <laughs> but yes, it is. I was reading a book and um, he was just describing his friend, a uh, friend of the guy who's the author, and um, basically had spent five years reading through one Timothy. If you don't know, one Timothy is like a page and a half long. So we can get so much out of this scripture and um, for what we're looking at. And we will be looking at um, spirit led worship or being the kind of spirit from the question, which is super cool. Um, just before we start, I want to read through the verse again. I think it's helpful. Can you just pop that up on the screen? Um, for those who are led by the Spirit of God are the children of God. The Spirit you receive does not make you slaves, so that you live in fear again. Rather, the Spirit you receive thought about your adoption to sonship. And by him we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself testifies of our spirit that we are God's children. Now, if we are children, then we are heirs, and heirs of God and co-heirs with Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. Um, like Tim says, yeah, we are here on an internship um, for six months, hopefully longer, and I know some of you are praying about that, which is cool. And uh, we felt really called by God to come here. About five years ago, when we first got married, we felt a real calling on uh, to come to San Francisco. And then, kind of in 2018, about four years ago, um, I felt God quite specifically talking to me and Rebecca kind of agreed with her at the same time that we should drop everything and move here. Um, we then decided to stop renting uh, the place that we were living in, moved into my parents-in-law, we got rid of our car on finance, we uh, basically any financial ties we had with the UK that were holding us down, we, we left that. And we moved into our parents-in-law. And then, as you well know, um, kind of a couple of months later, COVID-19 and the pandemic hit. And we're like, what are you doing? Because I just heard that you are preparing us to come out here, getting ready, dropping everything, and then we physically can't go. We physically can't get out. And I just felt, have I heard the Holy Spirit right? Like, have I heard God right? Am I, is he actually talking to me? If I make this up in my head? Um, just wonder if you relate in any way. And I just want to unpack some of that, the journey that I've kind of gone through and, and how kind of God has helped me and challenged me as well. So what does it led me, mean to be led by the Spirit? Um, at the beginning it says, for those who are led by the Spirit of God, the children of God. And um, Paul if we look at the translation of lead um, in Greek, it means ego, A-G-O. And the translation of that is to be led or to follow. 
And then if a first entry person is, is reading this, um, they have very clear, it's a very clear instruction for them to, to be led. It's a kind of um, following a kind of like, I'm going to, specific guidance of where I'm going to go. Okay, It's not like wandering around and I'm going to kind of try and follow where I'm going. Um, I'm specifically being led from A to B. Okay, And um, I don't know if you uh, resonate with this, but uh, in San Francisco, um, I've driven around a bit, and I, I'm not a big fan. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. The amount of stop signs are so annoying. Stop at every... well, that's what my spirit is like. It's like telling you to stop and go. You know, it's, it's a very specific guidance on how to get somewhere. Um, I... I get so annoyed at the sat nav telling me to stop or go that I turn it off. I'm like, it's better to let me listen to my music, don't distract me anymore. I turn it off. And then I'll miss a turning, and then 20 minutes later, I'll be like, oh man. 20 minutes added on to my journey. That's just, that's just a nightmare. Um, but we can kind of do this with the Holy Spirit, I think. We can mute it in our head. We can say, oh, I've got a better place to go. I'm I know what's best for me. That's culture in our world. I know what's best for me. I'm in control. I'm not going to get like somebody else kind of control. I know a shortcut. But when we are led by the Spirit, it directs us. It, it, it walks alongside us. So, so why, as Christians, do we need the Holy Spirit? Because it is essential to being a Christian. That we are led, and that we hear the voice of God in the Holy Spirit. Just looking at the passage, it says, those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. That's, that's mad, isn't it? Those who are led, not you can be led, those who are led by the Spirit of God are children of God. If you're not being led by the Spirit in your days and day life, if you're not receiving and asking for guidance, then you are not a child of God. That's controversial. That's that's kind of like whoa. That that sits deep. That's weighty. That's yeah. The spirit leads us to be free from sin. It leads us to be free from sin in our lives. Like um, what Matt said, it, it leads us to be free from the flesh, so we can turn around and follow the spirit. But there's there's grace in that as well. Okay. There's grace in the fact that he wants to lead us. He's not a silent God who's just like, you'll make it on your own. I'll be there when you need me. You know, just, just, he's always there. He's always walking with us. He's always leading us. If we are, if we want to be led, we are open to it. He cares enough to lead us. How can we expect to come to church on a Sunday and, and share what God's been doing in our hearts, if we haven't been in conversation with God, being led by God, how can we expect to enjoy the gifts of, of His Spirit during the week? Well, Billy, I love you so much. <laughs> your um, your word here was just so on point with what we're going to get into later, and the barriers of being led, and this control in our home. Billy, I know this for a fact. It's okay, <laughs> Billy. Is a man who's been led throughout the week. He 
He sits with God. He prays with God. He, he is diligent in letting the Holy Spirit lead him. Who doesn't turn up on a Sunday morning and think, nah, God's saying, you know, I should share this verse for idols. I'm going to go for it. And off we go. Billy is with God. He's being led by his Spirit. I actually think um, there are kind of three barriers that I've found in my life, personally, that, that stop me from being led by the Spirit. Um, they are control, personal or previous experience, and expectation. Control being the idea that we enjoy the idea of being led, it seems attractive, until we delve deeper into what that actually means. And like you were saying, Matthew, and Sarah, we actually have to trust, we have to release control. We live in a culture, like I said, where we are told to control our own destiny. That the decision that you make will be good or bad, and that's your own personal decision. Okay, that's a hard culture to live when we're, when we're Christians, because we have to think the opposite of that. Actually, to release control and let the Holy Spirit lead like I am with my sat <laughs> I have to listen to the sat I can't put it on you. Um, I'm all with the driving analogies today, which is good. I am the worst passenger ever. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if I've been in a car, any of you noticed this. I try and hide it the best I can, but it's... it's, it's okay, I'm sat in the passenger. I'm looking at Robbie, because Robbie's driven me quite a lot. I don't know if you've noticed this. When you get to a stop sign, my foot starts going from the floor. <laughs> I can't release control of someone else driving. And even worse with my dear wife, she's not here today, so I can say this, okay? Um, when she's driving, I honestly have a panic attack sometimes. <laughs> I love her dearly, but I'm a better driver than her. Okay. <laughs> I know, I know. I know. She said I could say this. It's okay. I, I got her. I asked permission. She's okay with this. Um, but um, to let her drive um, is, is tough. When I, I broke my leg um, a few months ago, and she had to do all the driving, um, and it was so oh, I really struggled. So to let go of something is tough. And I struggle with the island of control in my life anyway. To, to kind of um, let go of that and, and give it to Jesus, give it to, to God. I don't know if you, you feel the same way. Um, I think throughout life, if you haven't so far, at some point you will. <laughs> it's just part of human nature. Secondly, experience. We may have had a bad experience with leadership before. That has hurt us deeply. That our heart aches, and actually, they're sort of being led by something that we can't see, or sometimes it's really quiet. It's like, whoa, that's scary. Especially if someone in the past has kind of hurt us in the, in the wrong leadership. Um, could you, Billy, could you stop the recording for a minute? On that. So, yeah, is that okay? Sorry, I'm just prompted to share something that. Um, I'd like to kind of stay in here. Uh, we'll, we'll get to the photo and to edit it out. 
Um, I, uh, a few years ago, obviously I've read worship for, for a while, and it's really great, and it's wonderful for me to part with the Father in worship. I actually um, co-led worship with someone at a conference, loads of church leaders, um, and that was really tough because um, I just felt, although it was meant to be a joint experience of working together, I had this sense of this person was just trying to control everything. I come with like a suggestion of like, let's do this song. How are we trying, you know, moving from this song to this song? I just felt this weight of control, bad weight, kind of like a burden. I'm trying to like direct where I am going. And the consequence of that came then me trying to control the meeting, trying to control our time of worship myself, so that they didn't have control, right? That's a bad, that's, that's a terrible place to be. That's awful, yeah? Because then it's all about me. That comes human-led rather than spirit-led, right? That's that's not good. Um, and I had to do two things. I had to first repent of my own control. I had to get before God and kneel and just weep. Because he so challenged my heart. I was like, that's so wrong. I know he felt the burden of someone else's control and bad leadership. But then for you to kind of try and yourself do the same thing, like this hypocrisy, right? And hypocrite. <laughs> and then the second thing was absolutely tell this person how I feel, which is so difficult. <laughs> you know, if someone else helps you be honest with them and tell them. That was so tough. To, to, to get courage to tell them, I feel really hurt by, by what you did. They had no idea. They had no idea that, that what they were doing was making me feel controlled and, and um, we it was a it was a beautiful moment. We worked together, we prayed together. It was it was wonderful. But that experience is in some ways it's hurt me, yet I've forgiven. And I've repented. Um, yeah, you can do it back on. So we can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we can, um, yeah, we can feel the, the pressure of, of someone else leading us in, in a bad way, and that, that will come through when we're trying to live. And thirdly, expectation. Um, we may have a lower expectation of of God that He won't speak to me. That I'm kind of no one. I'm, you know, I, I don't hear God's voice because he, he doesn't want to speak to me. Like I said at the beginning, he, he wants to. He loves you. You are his son or his daughter. He wants to, like what Robbie said a few weeks ago, he wants to partner with you. He wants to walk with you. When um, it all went down about COVID and we can get out of here, I struggled with this massively. This expectation, I went through a few months of basically. I can't hear from God. <laughs> I, I'm not hearing from God. I stopped using my prophetic gifting. I stopped kind of um, trying to listen to him. Um, and I kind of went down a bit of a rabbit hole. And um, It wasn't until I actually, uh, again, came back to him and repented myself. So I'm sorry. And he's like, it's okay. It's okay. 
Let's continue to walk. He gave me a gentle prod. Sometimes we can meet with the sat-nav. We can go off on the wrong way. We go like two minutes. It can be longer, 20 minutes. The sat is always telling us which way to go. But we sometimes think, my was the best way. And he just gives us a gentle prod in the right direction. He says, oh. Stop. Is that right? There we go. We're back on track. I wonder if uh, any of those resonate with you. Um, I certainly understand your pain. I think I think that um, for our lives, we we have to come back to this. Those three uh, those three things of control, experience, expectation. But for any of these, the root is fear that overtakes. It's a fear of letting go of control and the unknown. It's a fear of being hurt by people who have led us. It's the fear that God won't speak to us. Because I'm just a nobody. But it says, let's look back at the passage again. It says, the spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear. We don't have to fear that. The chains that have held us down to sin for so long, we've been set free because of the grace of God. We receive and we live in the Holy Spirit so we are set free. And the next bit is just insane. <laughs> this is my favourite line of the whole verse. Actually, oh, just lost it. That's handy, isn't it? It says, we can t- it says, oh sorry, here we go. The Spirit Himself testifies with our spirit so that we are God's children. So the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, big S, okay, Himself testifies, speaks to my spirit, witnesses to my spirit inside me that I am God's children, okay? So we are facing fear, His fear, okay, whatever that is for you, control, expectation, any of that, we're facing it, we look at it. And we can turn around, literally turn around, okay, and say, Big Spirit, Holy Spirit, witness in me, testify in my spirit, in my soul, that I may be a child of God. What? That's insane, right? That's so exciting. I think there's kind of, again, I like the freeze, freezing rate, aren't they? There's, <laughs> there's three things that we can do in how we are led by the Spirit. So we've, we've realised the fear. We have to spot the own fear in our lives. What makes you most fearful? Is that security? Is that finances? Is that relationship? Is that understanding the future? Is it death? Are you scared of death? That's a huge thing in our culture. If you're sat there thinking, I'm not sure, then find out, I urge you quickly to find out, because the devil, that's where he'll get you, that's where he'll cling on. If you don't know your fear, what, you know, what actually you're so scared of, that the devil can use, he will use that in horrendous ways, to grip onto you, to tell you that you're worthless, to tell you you're nothing. So we, we spot the fear, okay great. We expect the testify. We expect the Holy Spirit to witness in us. And then we understand that we live for eternity. That last bit, 
<laughs> now if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs of Christ, if indeed we share in his sufferings, in order that we may also share in his glory. So we are co-heirs. Everything that is on this life will test us, will challenge us. It's not easy being a Christian. You will be tested so much. But in heaven, we get all the glories. We get everything. We are co-heirs with Christ. When we share in his sufferings, we share in his glory. The ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate release of control was when God said, uh, Jesus said to God, Father, not my will, but yours. And he would die on the cross. That makes me think that he, you know, he thought something different was going to happen, I think. You know, I don't know what. But he wasn't quite expecting God to say, I need you to die. But he ultimately when I, when I look back at the journey we've been on to get here, I realised that God was speaking to me the whole time and was leading me the way. I didn't realise it. I didn't realise how he was building the path along until I got here. I think it's so helpful to understand sometimes and look back. Um, what we said about journaling, that's so good. To add on to that, how about trying looking back at where God has led you? So, last week, what did he do? How has he led me last week? Last year, how has he led me? Last 10 years, <laughs> how has he led me? For me, the last five years have been unbelievable. If we had moved when I felt God telling us to move to San Francisco, we'd have been stuck here in a pandemic with my family, you know, stuck in a house. If we had moved back then, when I thought it was time, we would not have been able to get Becca the fertility help that she needed so we could have a baby. Everything was built exactly and perfectly in time. He cares so much about you. <laughs> he just wants to meet you. And then I just really, really sense that those three kind of um, barriers are starting to stir some hearts, some of our hearts, um, that you might feel this is stopping me from being there. This is stopping me from listening to the Holy Spirit. It might, it might not be every day, but there'll be some days I don't want to release that control anymore. I'd rather do this in my own way. I think it would be really good to respond. It's a good 20 minutes, I'm really glad. The Spirit is really moving amongst us right now. Really, it is tangible. Um, I want to... Just if we could uh, stand, maybe, together.
and just close your eyes. Jenny, could you, could you play some guitar? Is that okay? <laughs> 